For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Glenn Gilliam, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And man, oh man, there is a lot of tennis activity happening in the world right now. We've got, what, six tournaments uh, between the, the men and women, three on the men's side, three on the women's side? Yep. My Lord, Bryce, that's a lot of tennis. And it, uh, it's, yeah, almost, ahead, it's almost tennis overload because <laughs> kind of, you know, being somebody who's, you know, here at home. And I mean, you, I mean, as you know me, uh, I'm a you know, I'm a tech guy. So I've got like five TVs and got tennis channel, <laughs> and right. tennis channel plus and got my, <laughs> my, my iPad going. And even for somebody like me, it's like, geez, this is a lot of tennis, you know? It's a lot, bro. Because it's a lot of good tennis, too, because everybody's right. out there. Everybody is out there. And what I had to do for myself is I had to say, okay, I'm not going to try to keep track of what tournament is what right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just watching the matches. I'm watching the individuals. I don't know, like, which tournament it is they're playing. I figure I can do that later in the week. Right. Once, you know, it gets down to maybe like quarters or semifinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, 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 um, it's good. It's good though. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's better than the alternative, right? That's exactly right, man. It's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a lot to, to take in, but at the same time, I like your strategy because it's just like, let's just enjoy it. Watch the matches that come on. And then once we get to the quarters, then I think it'll be, we'll be able to better differentiate between the tournaments and who's doing what. So I like that. I like that approach, bro. Very nice approach. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, folks, real quickly, I just want to make sure that even though we are uh, in locker room and we've got a couple folks out there that are listening to us, uh, for those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, we want to make sure that you are aware of the Locker Room app. It is basically your one and only audio social network for your sports fans. So if you got a sport you're interested in, come on into Locker Room. It really, really is an awesome platform. There's basketball. There's all, like I said, we're doing our tennis thing on this app. And instead of listening to us, you know, recorded, you need to get on Locker Room. You can interact with us in real time. And, uh, you know, we can shoot the stuff. Plus, if you want to just get in there and talk about random things like matches or, you know, you heard that <laughs> Bianca and Drescu pulled out and you want to talk about it, you can also <laughs> come in here and you can create your own rooms and just really, really just uh, have a good time with other sports uh, fanatics. So, again, if you have not heard the Locker Room, go on ahead and download it on your Apple app. It's in the App Store. And, uh, you know, get connected, folks, because that's where we are at. Right, B? That's right, man. And I tell you what, um, you know, kind of turning it back to this tennis in Australia, I I must admit, 
I didn't really, I knew Australia had done a really good job, you know, addressing the whole COVID-19 situation. I mean, I knew they had done far better than we had, Um, which which isn't really saying a whole lot. Right. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, they, (laughs) never mind, I'm not going to go there. Anyway. I was about to just give a very <laughs> insulting uh, comment there, but anyway, but you know, props to them for the job that they've done and props to them for, you know, all the work that they're doing to have such a good environment for tennis. And even the way that they've kind of added some of these tournaments, you know, uh, at the end so that everybody had an equal opportunity to have some preparation going into the Australian Open. And, um, you know, just hats off to Craig Tiley and 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 everybody else there and, and team uh, Australia Tennis uh, because, you know, so far it looks like things are going very, very well. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, it, it actually looks like it's normal, which is so weird given the fact that we've been in this pandemic for over a year now, but to be able to see players play and not see masks, masks on right. people. And, you know, they're able to, you know, shake hands, even though Serena was like, no, nah, I'm going to do the racket tap. Uh, <laughs> 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 but um, seriously though, I mean, it's really nice to see that they have gotten it or they have it under control such that this can actually be somewhat normal. And I know that a lot of people who were extremely critical even the players and I, 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 you know, I've heard that they've come back out, you know, and now they're like, I, we get it now. And, you know, kind of apologizing to Craig Tiley and those for being so strict and really trying to, you know, keep this COVID free environment, which it appears that they've done. And it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's what did they say? They haven't had any cases in what the last 24 days or something like that. Right. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's, it's incredible. Uh, right. You get over here in Southern California, you get 20, <laughs> you get 24 cases in 24 minutes. So, right. Exactly. You know, well, we, we're going to go ahead and get off of that. Um, <laughs> so before we start getting into some of the results, because now, you know, we're on our third day of tennis and, yes. you know, we've got some results to talk about. I want to ask you a conceptual question. Yeah. Now, typically going into a major, uh, most of your top players really usually aren't that keen on playing going into that week of the mm-hmm. of the major starting. Uh, granted, we're in a different time now and things are obviously a little different. But can, can, is it realistic for us to look at some of these tournament draws and we see all the big names and we get excited for some of these matchups? Is it realistic for us to think that all of these players are going to give 100% and they're really going out to try to win these tournaments? Or are some of these players just coming in here hoping to get a few rounds under their belt, feel good on the court, and then take a couple of days off before the actual Australian Open starts? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you, you, you bring up that question, Bryce, because I guess for me it kind of depends on the player and it depends on where they're at in their career. I think that if you're looking at someone like a Serena, um, um, I don't know that Serena is in this tournament to win. I think she just, again, wants to make sure that her form is right, that that she's feeling good, that she's able to, you know, do some of the things that she wants to out on the court. Um, so, so for me, for her, I don't know that the, I don't know that the ultimate goal is to win this, um, I forget which one of these tournaments she's in, but I don't know. She's in the Yara. The Yara? uh, Yeah. 
Yeah, Yara Yara Valley. River, Yara Valley. There you go. I don't know that her, you know, that's in her mind to be like, yo, I really, really am trying to win this tournament. Because, you know, she's trying to win Australian. So right. as long as, right. as long as she gets some reps and she's feeling good, I think it's good for her. But I think some of the other folks, you know, they, they you know, it's, it's, it's an opportunity to get a title. So it's like, I think they are looking at it with some level of seriousness. Um, you know, someone like a Venus, if I'm, if I'm going to step out there like that, I think that Venus is going for the win. I think that she, 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 with, with, I guess how things have gone for her, especially in 2020, the more victory she, she kind of, kind of has, I think the better she will be mentally. And I, and it's been a long time since, since V has kind of lifted that crown. So I think that in itself would do a lot for her confidence. So I think for someone like her, yeah, I, you know, I think it's a little bit more, more of a priority for her to, to actually try and win. Um, but, but I don't know, I guess, I guess that's just how I'm feeling about it. I'll, I'll flip it back around to you. How do you feel that some of these players are, are kind of approaching this, this pre-Australian tournament? I, I think you put it exactly right. I think it is truly dependent upon the individual. And honestly, I think the ones that are real contenders, Mm-hmm. may not be as interested in winning this. And I think some of the ones that may struggle to contend in the Australian Open mm-hmm. might try to go ahead and get this one in the bag. And let's right. not forget, I like the fact that you brought up Venus because, you know, Venus is someone who we know has been sitting on title number 49 for a while. A while. So if she could somehow pull the Yara Valley Classic out, and get title number 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she would be mad at that at all. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Go ahead, get you a little little hardware, get to number 50, because that's a big milestone, and she, she needs to get that. She needs to get that under her belt. And then, like I said, I think it gives her a lot of confidence going into the Australian to be able to play you know, some really good tennis and, and who knows, maybe, maybe contend. I mean, like I said, I, it's, it's tough. And you, you and I have had many, many discussions about uh, our queen B. Um, you know, you look at her in the first match that she played, whew, she looked great. I mean, she looked great. And it's like, can that be sustained though? And, um, and I tell you what, her and Petra, yeah, they, they going to be scrapping. Um, that's going to be a good one. So, yeah, so Venus and Petra are playing tonight, um, and uh, I'm glad they're playing late tonight because we'll be done recording. Yes. Uh, by then, so we'll <laughs> right. watch it. So you kind of went into the Yara Valley Classic, which is one of the two WTA tournaments that's being played this week. That's a 500-level tournament, which is, is a, you know, it's just one step below the 1,000 series. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we've had some good, you know, matches thus far. I mean, you know, Ash Barty, I think we'll get a chance to see her finally. She got a bye because the buys went to, I think, the first, I don't know, was it four seeds? Or five, no, it must have been first eight seeds. Uh-huh, right. Uh, that, that got a bye. Um, people looking good in this tournament so far. Yeah. Danielle Collins, your girl. See, Danielle. She, she came out six three six three, and then yesterday gave a a, a whole biscuit and a breadstick uh, <laughs> to stank on your bitch. Uh, so <laughs> she's exactly she's looking really good, and and, I'm, and and so I think that next matchup for her against uh, Pliskova, uh-huh. um, 
I wonder how that's going to go. Because you know she's going to be feisty. Now, like you were saying, that comment that you made about who's going to be serious and who is just kind of, you know, trying to get some reps, Danielle Collins is always serious. So she's going to go out there looking forward to scalping. And she's planning on getting a scalp against Pushkaba. And to be very honest with you, I actually think she's going to get it done, if I'm being very honest with you. Um, yeah. Well, well, it'll be interesting because we now know that Sasha um, of Serena Williams and Naomi Osaka fame, we won't throw, we, we won't throw, <laughs> we won't your, throw your, your Strimska <laughs> little uh, experiment in there. But um, we know that uh, he is now a part of uh, Carolina's camp. And uh, I don't, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he brings anything special there. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, Bryce, but I just, I, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just not sold on Carolina, Carolina Pliskova. I, don't, I just, and I should be because, like I said, she's not had great results. I think she might have made it to number one in the world. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. Anyway, but I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. There's just something about her game that just doesn't resonate for me. And it seems like she always will take a L just when she ain't supposed to. Well, you know, and I think Pliska for me, Pliskova for me falls in a category of some players that I think may have missed their window. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they had an opportunity to step in and to do something, they didn't take advantage of it. And you got this new crop of women coming up that, you know, I don't know. Um, I, I just, when I look at a draw, especially like a draw at a major mm-hmm. Pliskova just isn't somebody that comes to my mind as a true blue contender. Right. Same. Yep. You know, yep. Um, but you know, just like we said, uh, Venus looked good. Uh, her sister Serena Ooh. looked really good, uh, yesterday against, uh, Ga- Gavrilova. Gavrilova. Yeah. Sorry. I always mess her name up. Um, <laughs> and, and so now she's now matched up to play uh, play Parakova. Mm-hmm. Uh, mamas. And, the mamas. Right, and we know they had a nice match. What was it? Was it at the U.S. Open? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, last year. So um, I'll be very interested. Yeah, yeah. I think that was a quarterfinal at the U.S. Open before she uh, uh, got got jumped on by Azarenka. But uh, Parakova played her tough. I think they, you know, they, pretty sure they went three sets. Um, and, uh, yeah, she played her real tough and she's always played the Williams sisters pretty tough. Like I said, she then gave Venus a couple of L's even at Wimbledon, which was, uh, which was not, uh, ideal, but, uh, yeah, Parankova's got game. I do feel like Serena will represent cause I think she may want another, you know, match or two under her belt before going into the Australian. Um, but I tell you what, that, that to me was a great, matchup to have Gavrilova because you're not going to get somebody that's going to kind of overwhelm you. Um, she's not a power player. Um, so she was able to kind of get a rhythm and she looked really good. She was moving around pretty good. Um, didn't see her going go all out, but um, I, I, I felt like Serena, yeah, she, she's, she's looking like she's got some, some, yeah, that, that 24 might not be out of the, out of the, uh, realm of possibility if uh if if i'm really looking at how she performed what were, what what were your thoughts on her performance i thought she looked good um you know uh, 
like they always say in the first round, you're just kind of looking to get through it comfortably if you can. Right. So uh, I think she did just that. Uh, I think that, you know, she looked good for the first round. Um, we'll definitely want to see how she looks against Parakova. Um, you know, the serve was looking good. Her movement was looking good. Uh, she looks to be fit and in shape. And, um, you know, fingers crossed. Um, like like we were saying in the beginning, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in how far she goes in this tournament as long as she looks good and she's ready for, you know, the start of the Australian. Right, right. Exactly. And she does. Yeah, so she, she's... Yeah, she looks she looks really good. I'm um I'm really I'm really pretty happy with uh with the Serena that we may get for this Grand Slam. So hopefully she won't let nobody sneak up on her. Right, right. Now in the other tournament, the the Gippsland uh trophy, yeah. We got our first look at Coco Golf. Yes, yes, we did. And you know, she look, she did not have an easy first round opponent. No. Uh, Jill Teichman is is a very very solid player, and I was initially really impressed because it looked like you know Coco Golf was handling up and, and, and taking care of business, but um, there were two things I saw in golf last night that concerned me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing was her, her footwork did not look good to me, right? Uh, which is surprising because typically you don't see footwork issues with the younger players because mm-hmm. usually that's the one thing they got <laughs> right <laughs> <You know? laughs> exactly <laughs> and uh it looked like she was planting her feet and she was uh stretching to hit some of her ground strokes and so that didn't look good and i can't remember which commentator said it but you know i believe it to be true i think the word is out on her uh forehead oh, if there, yeah if you know there's a place to go uh, on a tight point or whatever, it's to that forehand. And um, like I said, she's 16 years old and she performed way beyond what we could even imagine for her to have done at this point. But for her to kind of continue on the path that she started, that footwork and that forehand, the F's, she need to get those two F's together. <laughs> get those uh, F's together. Right, because she won't be able to slide against a tougher opponent. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Well, it's funny because it was like they showed that match and then they showed Serena's match. And you can definitely just from those two things, see that there's so much more growth that's needed by Coco Golf, um, especially on the forehand wing. I mean, she's, in my opinion, not able to put away points on the forehand side because there were a lot of opportunities that I think were there. And she just kind of did the whole spin she really wasn't utilizing the angles. And I don't know if it's because she just kind of can't hit the angles with her forehand. I mean, that backhand is solid. The backhand is working. Yeah, right. Um, and folk are scared of that backhand as they should be. But the forehand is just, it, 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 it needs some, some, some major work that from what I saw in that match. Cause I was just kind of like sitting here watching it. And I'm like, why isn't she, you know, why isn't she putting that away? Why isn't she using an angle there? Why is she just sort of hitting it back in the middle of the court? And I think it's because again, she lacks the power and she lacks the accuracy on that side. Cause again, when Serena got, you know, when I was watching her <laughs> match right after, I was like, well, see, that's what I'm talking about. You right. know, put, that, put that forehand away or, or use the angle. 
Serena hit some angles in that match. I was like, all right, Serena, you you doing some things. So, but but again, not to jump off of Coco. She's got to work on that. She's definitely got to work on that forehand side because and Jill Teichman was like, I'm gonna throw air serve at your forehand. <laughs> and I'm right. a lefty. And this goes right. completely against my leftiness, but I don't care. I'm about to go to your forehand air single time. And it and and she and to me she benefited from that strategy because she, she implemented that in the second set into the third. And really in truth. Coco barely got out of that match. That match should have been either of theirs because it was a third set tiebreaker. And it was just a matter of, in my opinion, of just, you know, a point here and there and just the mental fortitude, which is what Coco Golf does have. Yeah, she had the fight. She She got that fight. She does. I was going to say, that's the F she's got. Yes, yes. She's got that fight. And she's not going to give up until the very last point. And, right. uh, and that actually helped her win that match last night. But I, I, I see that she's um, taking the first set already tonight against Volter, and they're five all in the second. So hopefully mm-hmm. maybe she closes this out in straights because I need her to win and I need Osaka to put them things on uh, <laughs> Cornet tonight <laughs> so that we can have an Osaka golf matchup in the next round and we need that because we don't want that in the actual grand slam itself i don't i don't know that i want to see that one anymore um but (laughs) i do want to see it i do i do like the matchup and i think that it's good for coco to 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 you know to get that experience against uh, naomi and and you know that level that she's at i think that's a good thing to get but um but yeah bro i'm i i yeah they need to go on ahead and have that matchup. That's, well, that's I, for sure. Well, I'll tell you what I don't need to see no more. And as I, that is, I don't need to see Venus Williams and Coco Golf in the first round. <laughs> and I tell you, if I see Coco and Venus in the first round of the Australian, I'm calling Reverend Al Sharpton. And we, and, and we going down and we're going to go march down in Australia. I'm telling you. We will have, it- we will, we will have Al, we're going to have Reverend Al Sharpton come back and get that laid down press. <laughs> On the hair, we're going old school, right? And, and we're gonna march over the Yarra River <laughs> because this because because they playing games if they yeah. end up meeting in the first round, you know. Again, brother, I uh, you know I'm gonna be right there with you as well because no, that that to me would be absolutely unacceptable for them to meet in the. I don't even want them to be in the same quadrant as one another. They need to just be far, far away. Um, cause no, we, we didn't have enough of that matchup. I don't, I don't want to see that at least not in the grand slam. I do want to see them play again. Cause I do want to see whether or not Venus can step up and, and actually get her a W against Coco, but just not in the grand slam. It just, right. no, we don't want that. No. <laughs> and, and, and since we're speaking about Coco, let's talk about her doubles partner. I mean, she, yeah. took a, she took advantage of a major opportunity. I mean, she originally was not in the tournament for singles. Right. Um, somebody dropped out due to injury. And so she was able to jump in there last minute, was already there for doubles, had already gone through quarantine. And she got herself a first round win. Yes. Um, now, although Makova got a hold of her last night and showed her what time it was, you <laughs> right. know, nonetheless, you go from not being in the tournament to getting you a, a, a round win in there. So That's right. That's right. It, and that, I thought that was good. Really, really good on her part. Um, it, you know, for her, I think it was Soros, Soros Tormo, or I think was the player. Um, it, it, it was good. At, at the same time, Bryce, it was a little bit concerning, maybe. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'll say. 
and I, and maybe it's just the same thing that I kind of saw with Coco that I saw with, um, 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 with McNally. I just, I, I, I just feel like kind of that finishing power is just sort of not there. And, 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 you know, she's, she is a, a very athletic young lady. So I guess I just assumed that she had more power than she has maybe. Mm-hmm. Cause when I was watching some of the points with her and, and Maria, I, I, gosh, I'm messing up her name really badly, but um, it just felt like she had opportunities to really swing out. And I don't know. It just it didn't seem like the pace of her shot was there for me. And that was a bit interesting. Right. And, and you know, and, and, and she, you know, we, we keep saying people that have the kind of the, the style that she has, they have to grow into it a little more. And she may yeah. never be like a big power baseliner game type player. Uh, right. She may have to start trying to leverage how does she get into the net quicker. Right. You right. know, uh, and, and impose her will, you know, that way. Because I agree with you. I don't see her as being somebody who's going to be able to sit on the, on the baseline and stroke with like a Rabakana. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't see that happening. So, um, but, but, but but, go ahead. No, no, but I was going to say kudos to her though, for, you know, for, again, like you said, capitalizing on the opportunity, because, Hey, when you can get you around a singles victory in a, Hey, that's yeah, that's good on you. 500 500 level tournament. Yeah. That's some good points. So good on her. You know, I ain't trying to clown because, like I said, she's young. She's a young lady. She's still got some growth to, to get oh, through. Yeah, but absolutely. I like Katie McNally a lot. I really, really do. And just like we had the young folks, we had some of the old school people out there because over in that yard tournament, we had Vera Zavana Rave out there talking mm-hmm. about, shoot, ain't nothing changed but my lip. <laughs> you know? Thanks, right? Ain't nothing changed but my lip. You know? <laughs> she, she said, you, you the push of a uh, sister that hold the racket in the wrong hand. Come on, let me get a hold of you. <laughs> ain't nobody messing around with you. Ain't nobody messing with you. Exactly, bro. Yeah, that was good for I, yeah, Von Raven's like, listen, I still got, I still got some fight left in me. Y'all, y'all sleep on me if you want, but I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna bring a little something, something that y'all ain't gonna be ready for. I, I, I'm hoping that she has a really, really good 2021. Right, and then Petkovic tried to come back last night, saying, you know, yeah. she was around, and Svitolina was like, no, nah, we ain't having none of that. <laughs> <laughs> but she did get out of the first round, which I was pretty at least happy she about. She did that. get out of the first round. She got out of the first round because you know I'm, I've always been a huge Pekovic fan, so I was really happy for her just getting that that first round victory under her belt. So yeah, you but know, you're right. Svitolina you know was who like, else? Nah, was ha- girl. You know who else was happy to see her come out of the first round? Who that? Svitolina. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Svitolina was like, yeah, yeah, I can handle up on you. you your, your game don't scare me. Right. Uh, it don't scare me at all. And and and, and, and let us do a shout out um, okay. to yet another one of our Americans. And I've been t- I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all better look out for this young lady because I just have a feeling that she might just be trying to step her game up. And that would be Miss Shelby Rogers. Shelby <laughs> Shelby got out there and was like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get me some wins. <laughs> I think, hey, last year, who did I beat? I beat up on Serena. Listen, I got me some confidence, y'all. And and she's doing the damn thing. I am very, very, very impressed with Shelby. And I'm hoping that she has a really good 2021. Um, well, she's, and she's already... In- 
She's already mm-hmm. won tonight. Exactly. She done yeah. got her in, she done got herself uh, into the was it the fourth round now? Or is it the third? Maybe it's the third round. Um but yeah, she'll be and she and she's gonna play Petra uh Martic. Oh, she can get up on her. <laughs> she can get up on her, man. Because so I... mm-hmm. we know Martic, she don't do nothing but take up a draw slot. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she do. So right? she can get Listen. a hold of her. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually so watch out for Shelby, man. Shelby might she she might try to do something up in here. Just saying. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not mad at you. Now I'll tell you somebody that needs to focus on their game a little bit and a little less on them taking uh pictures and they lingerie mm. on the uh, <laughs> on the the internet of things. That is uh, Camila Georgie. <laughs> because she ended up losing a first set to um to uh to Sophia Kennan yep. tonight and then had to retire. She's so, like, I'm out. Yeah, I mean, you know, we these people been in quarantine for 14 days. <laughs> they should be right. You would think. You know? Would think. And, and 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 there's a big one we're gonna talk about a little bit later, but um let's before before we because yeah we're about halfway through the show now yeah, Be, yeah before we bring some people up to talk about the tennis this week yeah. let's talk about what's going on with the men yes yes it, it's yeah i mean i do we want to start with the atb cup or are we going with the 250s or well since the men just got started yesterday we didn't really have much going on on the men's side yesterday because most of the players that were really worth anything had buys. Exactly. Uh, and so I don't know if you wanted to shout out anybody in particular who won yesterday. Well, we saw um, Kev- Kevin Anderson got up on yes. Luciano Lopez. Yes, so, yeah. that was a good win. Yes, that was that was you. a good win. Yeah, so I was like, all right, all right, go ahead with going, Kevin. Maybe you got yourself right and you ready to, you know, get back, uh, get back to the. The swing of things, but um, yeah, yeah, I did see that one. That one stuck out for me. I don't know if I saw really anybody else. Well, shout out to Mackenzie McDonald for beating uh, Richard Gasquet. That That's was a quality right. win. That's right. That that was a quality win because you know, you know, I never give Gasquet as much love as I probably should. But that really is that that yeah, that was a good win on his part though. Uh, yeah. Mackie, Mackie's got some game, man. You know, yeah. he's he's he's. You know, yeah, he's he's one of the good Americans. I, I like him, and I like kind of following him. So very happy to see that he got that W. Well, I have two that I want to give you, and one I'm 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 low key happy about, and the other right. one I'm I'm really upset about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know one which one I, you're talking about too. Yeah, <laughs> the one that I'm low key happy about was the Battle of the Australians. Uh, Alex Bolt beating uh, Kakanakis. Yes. Um, because for some reason, man, I am just not on that Kakanakis train. I mean, oh, okay. to me, he always he comes across like a person of the arrogance level of Kyrgios with half the talent. Yeah, well, he hangs out with Kyrgios, so I think that's probably why that kind of bleeds through. But yeah, you're right. He 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 definitely has not really shown himself because he's always injured. It's like yeah. how you how you gonna be. How, how are you going to be strutting around if you always get, you know, broke and, and folks getting up on you? So, right. Yeah. And when I was watching that match last night, you know, he, he beat, uh, he took Bolt, he gave Bolt a whole biscuit in the mm-hmm. first set. And it was just like, he was kind of like walking around like it wasn't no thing. And he was doing his thing. And, and <laughs> Bolt was like, he was like the little engine that could. He was like, you know, 
I'm going to just keep chugging along. And next thing you knew, he had his fist in the air. Right. Exactly. uh, Shout out to you, Alex Bolt. Way to way to hold it down. But um, (laughs) although I really like Mutet, I really, really, really do like him. I don't like him more than Tiafo. And I'm I'm getting a little frustrated now because now we've seen Tiafo lose a couple matches. Yep. That I thought by him having Wayne Ferreira in his camp now, he would be pulling these matches out. Yeah, he. It, it, I, I don't know. Speak on it, Bryce. I, do you feel like he kind of choked? Oh, of course he did. Yeah, because I just I was looking at him at the end of that match, and I was just kind of like, he looked like he' about to get broke right here. And I don't know why I was <laughs> like, I just you know, because I was just looking at him like he don't look confident. He doesn't look like. You know, I just, and then, yeah, just the shot. I remember one shot he hit where Mutet, I think, returned the serve, and he hit some backhand down the line. I was like, why would you try that shot? It just, it didn't make much sense to me, and I think it was 30-all at that point. So I was just like, that just isn't the smart play. And again, it makes me question just the mental. I just, I don't know, man. I But that was very disappointing. I'll let you, I'm going to turn it back over to you and speak on it because I was just not happy with that loss, especially since the last time they had played, he beat him. So, you know, you should know how to play him by now and you should have taken him out, honestly, in straight sets. Well, I ain't really got nothing to say. Francis, you should have won that match. So, <laughs> there you go. So, so, step, so step your game up or you're going to be on the JV squad. I mean, that's just what, I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? Because yeah. let me tell you who's on the way up is Sebastian Corda, and before you know it, they're not going to be talking about you no more as being the top American uh, coming up. It's going to be Corda. That's right. That's right. Yeah, man. So, anyway, I just wanted to put that out there real quick. So, once again, before we bring some people up, we've got the ATP Cup that started today. And this is really where the top male players are. Right. And, um, you know, I was a little brokenhearted. You know, uh, my boy Dusan Larvich went out in a in a close one to Rayonich. Rayonich, yep. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, that's a that's a tough one, and it looks like Djokovic is about to squeak out his match on Shapovalov. So looks like it. Yeah. Uh, Serbia and Canada got going today. We also have uh, Austria uh, going against Italy. Yeah, surprise, what was that surprise, about? <laughs> I mean, (laughs) neither one of these singles matches went the way we thought they would. Right? Dennis Novak takes out Fonini three and two. Crazy. And then Matteo Berrettini said, you know what? This ain't the U.S. Open. (laughs) (laughs) Dominic team sit down somewhere. Right? Everybody's scared of you. You gave him a whole biscuit and six four and told him to go about his business. So, I mean. Right? (laughs) You know. I, it, it's hard yeah. to say what's happening there, but uh, yeah, just a bunch of good tennis. Now, who do you think is going to pull out this ATP Cup overall? Man, I, bruh, I, I honestly don't know. I really, really, really am struggling with with who I think because. I mean, you can never count out Serbia only because, again, they do have Djokovic, and and, right. and he's going he's going to get some things done pretty pretty much all the time. But at the same time, who is on Team Australia? Is it Kyrgios and uh, Dimitar? No, no, it is not. No, okay. it's it's uh, Dimitar and uh, I mean, because Kyrgios is in that one tournament, right? 
Oh, is he? Okay, he's in there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, it's Demon. Oh, it's Millman. Okay, not angry. Yeah, so they know. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, it might be Spain again. I think. I mean, not again, but I think Spain will likely make it to the final. Um, because I'm looking through the groups here, and you got Austria, Italy, and France, and hell, Italy seems. To, well, I don't know about Fognini though. Berrettini apparently is trying to get his season off right, but yeah, right. uh, but uh, Fognini might still be having them issues with that surgery that he had. Oh yeah, I can't forget about Russia. Medvedev and Rublev. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and they got Karatsev in there too. Oh yeah, okay. I'm I'm putting my money on Russia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. That's right. Yeah, I think Russia might end up might end up surprising some folk. I think Medvedev might might shock Djokovic again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think he, I think so. What about I'm, you, bro? Where, I'm where, where are you leaning? I'm well. When I think about the four groups and the way that they're matched up, I'm hoping that the four winners are that make it to the semifinals are you know just for for good tennis: Serbia, Spain, Russia. And who's in that? Um, uh, let's see, in that fourth group, uh, ooh, that's a hard one to pick. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be any one of them: Austria, Italy, or France. I don't care. Right? Uh, it, it, matter. it don't matter. But it all matter. I want is for Spain and Serbia to match up. In one semifinal, and mm-hmm. then I want Russia to dust whoever comes out of that group between Austria, Italy, and France, and then I want to <laughs> see a final between Russia and whoever wins between Serbia and Spain. And I really want to see Spain. Gotcha. Okay. That that would be the good one. So, just so much good tennis. Yeah, and 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 looking back though, I'm looking at the. The Austria, Italy, and France. It'll be interesting to see what kind of form uh, Monfils brings to the table. Because quietly, they—I mean, they—they they don't have a bad team. Because you got, you know, Benoit Paire is crazy, but they still got that doubles going on with uh, Mahou and Vaseline. Yeah, they—I mean, they—they they, you said Vaseline. Sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't pronounce that full name right. <laughs> Vaseline, Vaseline. That, the, that's the, like that's Ponderosa the, and Ponderosa. I love it. Know. No, I love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, absolutely, I'm gonna have to use that from now on. Um, but see, the only problem is you got Monfils playing the number one spot. Yeah, and you know Monfils would be a mean number two. True. Very true. Uh, so I can see a lot, in a lot of their matchups, they win in the doubles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he, he well, you know, I don't know. He may get, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, see, Benoit Pair could get up on Fabio Fognini and Dennis Novak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I agree with you. Hold on, Nick. We coming to you in just a second. I saw you. <laughs> Uh, he, he anxious. He's like, I got something to say now. Come on now. Y'all playing around. Uh, Nick, we're going to get you in just one minute. But yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, I think we know what the weak group is. And, and I'm hoping that um, it, it's going to end up good anyway. There's just too many good matchups. Right. Agree. Uh, Agree. Enjoy. Yes. So before we bring people up, we want to set the stage. There was some big news that dropped. Mm. this afternoon 
uh, that's got kind of the tennis world buzzing. And, and we want to set the scene and we're very interested in hearing what some of your thoughts are. It was announced today that Bianca Andrescu pulled out of the, uh, what is it, the Grampian Trophy mm-hmm. Tournament, which was scheduled to start tomorrow. She was the top seed. This is the woman who we've not seen play since October of 2019. She just came off of 14 days hard quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with her. I don't know if she stubbed her toe on the bed frame <laughs> in the hotel room or what. But what's really going on, man? I mean, Isaac, talk to me. I mean, why, why can't this woman stay in any of these tournaments? I, you know, that's the question of the hour, day, week. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on with, with her. I don't know if it's one of those things where she's like, look, I'm only going to bring it out for Grand Slams and, uh, and Tier 1s, and outside of that, I'm just not going to play. I don't know what's up. But it, that was very disappointing news to hear because I think so many people are just so, you know, anxious to, to, to see her and watch her playing and see her form. And for her to pull out yet again, it, it is, that is, to me is very concerning. I don't know about you, bro. So for me, it, it immediately makes me think, are you playing the Australian? Exactly. Exactly. Did, uh, did you take that whole flight down there and eat up them people's food and stay in their hotel room for two weeks <laughs> for a vacation so then you can hopscotch back to Canada? Are you going right? to get out here and play some tennis? <laughs> so we have invited our friends Nick and Miles up. Uh, Nick, uh, start it off with us. What's going on with Bianca? That that's a tough call. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) You made you you made some good points. I mean, you go all that way for this. Uh, Maybe she wasn't happy with her training and knew she was. I don't know, but. A, a talent at that level, you got to give it a go if you go all that way, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. And 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 and, and is the issue maybe not physical? Is it is it anxiety? Is it mental? Is it something else? Well, I know one person that's. Well, overrated. she got injured, right? <laughs> I, I I haven't even heard why she was why she pulled out. Did you, did have they announced that yet? No, but like that fourteen month layoff was that injury though. Or was Supposedly, it, it was knee injury well, and pandemic mixed together. Right. I know, right, well, I know, I am over it. O v e r i t. Absolutely, but I've had some players that had a hard time coming back after a, like a knee injury. For sure, they just yeah. didn't trust. A knee injury is sensitive, but I just can't fathom how that same knee injury from October of 2019 is on the cards and like plaguing her in January of 2021. That's hard for me to fathom. Not impossible, but it's just hard for me to fathom that that is still the issue. You know, it has to be either something is is newly tweaked or she's just not trying to play tennis no more because I can't, I I really can't put two two together with her. I really can't. I really can't. She doesn't have a clothing line to fall on. Right. You know, and, and I don't think, and don't get me wrong, I think it's it's helped more than it's hurt, but this whole freezing of the rankings uh, has had people make decisions mm-hmm. based upon that, and she had a lot of stuff that was frozen for her, uh, because I'm telling you what, the way it's looking right now, 
by the time she comes back, she won't be in the top 400. With exactly. The she won't have Absolutely. Rank. She is hanging on by a fingernail. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Well, even these tournaments that are like the Yara and the, 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 the what's that, the Gibby tournament? The... Yeah, the Gibby one. I, like <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's some good tennis going on right now, so. It is so 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 to Nick and to Miles, what what have you thought about some of the other matches? We're not going to give Bianca no more time on our podcast today. There you go. Um, what have you thought about some of the other tennis that's been played thus have, far? Have you guys? I came in a little bit late, so I don't know if you guys gave Serena her flowers yet. But I was <laughs> pleasantly surprised watching yes. Serena Williams, you know, kind of whoop up on Gavrilova, who isn't a you know who isn't a bad player, former top twenty. I was impressed by the movement. Now I'm I'm trying to like gauge my happiness because it's only one match. <laughs> but if, if, if that's how we moving out of corners in 2021, <laughs> the girls better watch out. That's all right. I'm say. That's I, if we braiding our ponytail like that and moving out of corners, <laughs> Serena's on a mission, and my wife is happy because she only watches tennis when Serena's on. So ah, there you go. There you go, Dick. That's what I'm saying. Now, 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 what now? What does your wife think about Venus? Um, she she likes Venus, but she likes uh, Serena's charisma more than Venus's. Venus is sort of the quiet one, right? Mm-hmm. But gotcha. yeah, she's all in Serena's camp. So, Nick, tell us about what are your thoughts about Tiafo? You know, he's supposed what, to be. What at- happened, to Tiafo? <laughs> I was all Speak on it, Nick. And what happened to him? I mean, he wins the first set, and then what? I didn't watch the match, but I just saw. Oh, the he well, like Isaac said. I mean, I feel like he choked it away. Yeah, uh, really. Once again, once again, bad shot selection. You know, uh, mm-hmm. not not taking advantage of his opportunities. And Mutet is one of those type of players where. He's not just going to sit there and let you beat him in the head all night. Right. You know, but, he's you know, going to fight. I like the man. I like him, but he's got, I don't know. He, he, may, he might need that uh, down and dirty, get in your face kind of coach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's I got don't the know. talent. I, he, he surely he, does he have the does. talent. Yeah, he does. But that's, Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Maybe he got nervous because you know Courier was there. You saw Courier was up in the stands. Why he nervous that. about Courier? You know, you know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know what? What he 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 owe him some money or something? Right? Or <laughs> hell, it might be. I don't know what that was about. But, hey, Miles. You know, hopefully he's back in. Uh, hopefully he's back in his room, getting his head right for the AO. Right. Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pick up some food because I'm hungry. I just got done playing tennis. Oh, hey, okay. there you go. So, so what did you think about the Tiafo um, loss? James Blake made some very valid points about Tiafo. His shot selection is still not cor- correct. Okay. It's suspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's in what the it was. I mean, moment, when you get like, in that yeah, match, there were there, it was a tight match, but it was it was one he could have pulled out. He still tried to do too much on the the shots where he could have just made the ball. And that seems to be like his Achilles heel, trying to be like the highlight real guy instead of Uh, the guy that actually brings home the W. And like you said earlier, that's getting a little frustrating because he himself 
says he feels like a veteran, but he's not playing like one. Right, right, right. I agree. Oh. So I did notice a couple of times where he had the guy pinned on the baseline and a little drop shot would have won him a point. Yeah. We got to keep our fingers crossed for him. I mean, and, and just hope that, you know, and, and you know, and we have to keep an open mind. We, we know that none of these players have had a lot of time on the court and they're trying to work their way through. And we're hoping that these tournaments give them, give them those reps that they're looking for before the, the big boy starts, you know? Well, I was checking the scores before I came on tonight, and I saw team got blasted today. Yeah, team I'll, Dominic team law. Oh yeah, Baratini <laughs> showed him what time it was. Baratini take, beat him. Yeah, he said, four. "Take this whole biscuit and take this foe and get out." Is yes. this 2019? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he, you know how now you know how these players get inspired when they play for their country. Oh, they were both playing in the ATP Cup. Yeah, that. That, yeah, that yep. ATP Cup has a little bit of a problem engaging me, just because I feel like it is like a eight, a, a, um, not ATP Cup, the Davis Cup. I just don't understand the disconnect between like why they got rid of Hopman Cup, and I feel like I've said this before, but it's just hard for me to get in tune for the ATP Cup because it's just like we have something very similar like this already. Like, what are we? What are we doing this for? When, especially when we have the Hopman Cup, which it kind of replaced. You know, Miles, Miles, I'm going to need for you to let that go I'm because I'm going to. I'm going to. You know, I'm 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 gonna put you in prayer over this because you are missing some good tennis. <laughs> Am I really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. You missed some good tennis. It was a it was a nice thing to see Berrettini finally act like he cared. Yeah, that's good because he's explosive. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much on his second serve, but he's an explosive player. I have to go back and watch some highlights. I've been playing tennis instead of watching tennis, which is the opposite of what I've been doing, actually. So I got to get <laughs> out there and see what Berrettini's added to his game. I'm uh, jealous. 35 in North Carolina. I haven't even thought about a tennis race. Oh, it was it's, you know, it was week. just warm enough. It was like 50 something. I was out there, you know, bundled up, but we played some good tennis, hit some bomb lefty serve. So, you know. Now, there you go. I think it was 70 today. I thought it was too hot and came back inside. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, well, hey, guys, thank you so much for coming up. We got to wrap this up because, you know, we're heading over to IG Live for an hour. So meet us over there. We'll continue yes, the sir. conversation. Um, so, Isaac, give us some final words. Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm very much like you, man. It's, it's a lot of really great tennis going on. Don't sleep on it. There's some good matches. And they're going to just continue to get better. Um, and like I said, these folks are getting themselves right for the Australian Open. So I, I, I feel like these next few weeks here are going to be bomb. So, yeah, watch some tennis, folks. What about you, bro? Oh, I already told you. I got the setup here, man. I, <laughs> I, 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 I can't get up and turn around and I see a different TV on uh, watching me some tennis. I, I've even changed my whole like life schedule. Like I'm on Australia time. I stay up to like four o'clock every morning and don't get up to like noon. So, see, <laughs> so I, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to live that life. But uh, um, Isaac, also tell our listeners what we have coming up in preparation for the Australian Open. As far as the shows we're gonna have, yes. Yeah, so we've got a ton 
of recordings that we are going to be doing, folks. So we've got, of course, this particular locker room show we do every Monday at six o'clock. Appreciate y'all joining us and, and 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 kicking it with us. Of course, we then go over to IG afterwards for the after party. But what we are also going to start doing starting next week, next Monday, February the 8th, we are going to start jumping on uh, to locker room around 8 a.m. Pacific time, um, roughly 30 minutes, just to kind of do a recap of the day's events, start talking just again. If there's something exciting that goes on, we want to make sure that we're chatting about it, keeping it, keeping it right, man. So. Yeah, bro. There is a lot of tennis happening. There's a lot that that we will have to talk about. And we just want to make sure that, you know, folks get in here with us and chop it up a little bit, bro. Right. And did did you mention the three shows? Uh, uh, actually, no, I didn't. I didn't mention the pre. The, yeah, we're doing a pre draw, uh, which is our typical. We typically kind of do a a, a pre-show uh, of, of the Grand Slam tournament. And so we'll do that with the Australian Open to go through the draw, uh, kind of give our, our high-level thoughts around, you know, first-round matchups and, and you know, just what looks interesting to us. Um, then during the midweek, we will have a show um, probably that Monday as well. We'll we'll figure out the time. It could, could be different. But just kind of check in and see how things are during the uh, middle part of the week see who's made it to that fourth round, who looks like they might make it to the quarters. And, uh, yeah, and, and uh, just see uh, what types of matchups uh, might we might see in the final. And then, of course, the week after that, we will do a post-show to uh, just talk about, okay, how, how, how did things actually <laughs> turn out and uh, how bad and or good were our predictions. And uh, most of the time, mine are pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you and I share that. We share that. So, well, before we get on to our IG after party, we'd just like to thank everybody once again for listening to our live show here on Locker Room. Um, you know, if you are on Locker Room and you want to talk about tennis and we haven't started a room up, start your own room. Uh, people will join and engage with you and talk about this wonderful sport that we love. Um, if you're listening to our show currently as the podcast, still go get Locker Room because then you can listen to our show live. And like our friends Nick and Miles joined us uh, today, you can come up and engage us in conversation as well. So remember, we always have a show here on Locker Room Live every Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So everybody, enjoy all this great tennis that's out there. And we will be here every step of the way to talk about it with you. So signing off, this is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we're brothers on tennis. Everyone be good out there. Thank you.